Hi, I'm Michael Stittle. And I'm Nick Nanos. And welcome to another episode of Trendline. Publicly, what Mr. Scheer thinks privately. No. So there is a vacancy for the Ontario Liberal leadership, and if you are so focused on provincial politics, go and run for the leadership of that party. You do not need to choose between Mr. Delay and Mr. Deny. Thank Two weeks left in this election campaign. Canadians can know one thing. At this point, Mr. Scheer, with all due respect, you're not going to be Prime Minister. So, Nick, the dust has started to settle from Monday night's big English language debates. All major party leaders were on stage for the first time with a panel of moderators, including CTV's chief anchor and senior editor Lisa Laflamme, has the debates helped or hurt the personal brand of any of the leaders? We track every day whether Canadians believe that each of the federal party leaders have or don't have the qualities of a good political leader. And actually what the, what the research clearly shows is that the one big winner on the brand front has actually been Jagmeet Singh. You know, at the beginning of the campaign, only 34% of Canadians thought he had the qualities of a good political leader. Now he's up to 46. Mm. And to put this into context, Justin Trudeau scores 48. Singh is ahead of Scheer because Scheer only scores 42. He's had about a five-point gain. And Elizabeth May is about 10 points lower on the brand index compared to Jagmeet Singh. So, you know, I think what's interesting is, is that when we look at the personal brands of each of the federal party leaders, uh, it's pretty clear that uh, Jagmeet Singh has been the big winner. And mm. actually, there's I forgot to say, there's also a big loser. The big loser is Maxime Bernier. Only 15% of uh, Canadians think that he has the qualities of a good political leader. But here's the killer. 60% say that he doesn't. And that's about 18 points higher than the beginning of the campaign. So if people wow. had a negative view of him at the beginning of the campaign... Now it is much more negative coming off of the uh, last debate and uh, with the first part of the campaign. So on the brand power, mm. Singh, Singh win. Can we say that? But Singh's the <laughs> big improver. Yep. And uh, Bernier is uh, the loser. Uh, CTV National News reporter Annie Bergeron-Oliver, she actually was following uh, Jagmeet Singh's campaign the other day. She was at in Toronto at Ryerson University and Singh was just absolutely mobbed uh, by supporters. And this was right after the debate. Uh, but does this kind of support actually translate into his poll numbers, do you think? No. Actually, you know, when, we look, at the late, when we look at the latest nanos tracking with uh, CTV and the Globe, it's 36-35 for the Liberals and the Conservatives, respectively. NDP at 13%. We haven't wow. seen, you know, that same type of lift that we've seen for Jagmeet Singh's personal brand has not occurred in the ballot box. And it's kind mm. of, uh, reminds me of Ed Broadbent. You remember Ed Broadbent, the MP oh, yeah. for uh, Oshawa, leader of the NDP party, mm-hmm. New Democrats? He, uh, he scored very well in terms of his personal brand. Canadians liked him a lot, but he was never able to make any kind of breakthrough on the political front. So... Uh, so perhaps this campaign will chalk itself up to, you know, the NDP not doing really well or not doing really poorly, but people coming away from the election campaign with a much more positive view of, uh, of Jagmeet Singh hmm. and liking what they saw from him during the course of this campaign. So getting back to the debate, Nick, uh, last episode, you said that we'd all benefit if the leaders would ignore their zingers and just calmly lay out their plans do you think anyone took your advice nope my goodness you know no well look at andrew Shear. he came out it was it was kind of like a replay of the first day of the election campaign day one of the mm-hmm. election campaign he came out swinging mm-hmm. he called justin trudeau a liar 
Mm-hmm. And he basically came out swinging in the debate. Uh, you know, he's gotten, I don't know, sheer is that Irish? Because he's definitely got the fighting Irish in him. I'll mm-hmm. give him that much. And, uh, and what we saw last night was a continuation of the, of the campaign. It was bickering. It was negative. A lot of times I heard at least, hey, that's not true. No, you're misrepresenting the truth where people were, were trying to defend themselves. And it was just a continuation. And as a result, when we look at the post-campaign numbers, it's the same kind of, I'll call it indecision and gridlock mm. uh, that we've seen for a good part of the campaign uh, right now. Were there any big moments, though, in, in the debate that you thought stood out? Well, we could go through the usual zingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was one substantive comment. I'm not sure if a lot of people tuned into it was that Justin Trudeau said that he would be open to having a court challenge. If you remember at the beginning of the campaign, right. Bill 21, tr- the, the reporters tried to pin him on that. And he said, I'm not sure if this is a good time. Mm. If it's necessary, I will. If it's not necessary, I won't. He was mm-hmm. a bit cagey. He was a little more definitive last night. What does that mean to me? That means to me that uh, perhaps he thinks that this is a wedge issue because both Sheer, my understanding is both Sheer and Jagmeet Singh are both opposed to the ban, but are not hot on a legal challenge. Perhaps Justin Trudeau is going to come out a little stronger on this to use this as a wedge issue because mm. it might help him in the 905. There are a lot of communities, minority communities, that are very concerned about what they've seen in Quebec. And they, what a, a federal party leader coming out strong on that uh, might resonate well. And it's a two-for-one because Singh and Sheer basically have the same position of opposing but not wanting to uh, interfere in Quebec. So maybe he'll use that as a wedge issue. Uh, Nick, we are heading into Thanksgiving weekend. I'm sure we're all looking forward to our turkey dinners. Uh, do you think this will be a time when families sort of sit around the table and, and discuss politics and, and try and sort out who they're going to vote for? Do you think that undecided number will start to drop next week? Well, the undecided, I think, is still at around 14%. Uh, mm. Usually going into the close of the campaign, it'll skirt down to about 10 but I'm not sure whether they're going to talk politics or whether it's going to be kind of a group therapy session for Canadians mm-hmm. on, you know, how disappointing the campaigns have been for both both of the front runners. But I put it this way, you know, Canadians are worried about the future. They're wondering where their kids are going to have jobs. And we still have bickering and uh, from the two front runners. So the holiday weekend usually drives the numbers in a particular direction. Actually, the next three days could be the most important three days for each of the campaigns because they will be the messages that they put out in the public domain leading into the holiday weekend. Mm. So, you know, trying to pivot the campaign next week is probably going to be a little too late. I think if you've got anything good for all those uh, strategists for all the parties, hey, Notice from Nick, if you've got anything good, I really suggest that you use it in the next three days because (laughs) after that, after people have their turkey and make a decision, yeah. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to turn back the clock. <laughs> Nick, uh, what's your big takeaway for today? My big takeaway is that although the New Democrats haven't been able to convert uh, more support in the ballot box, their leader is much more popular and his brand is much stronger now than it was at the beginning of the campaign. And its brand is stronger than Andrew Shears, Elizabeth Mays, everyone except Justin Trudeau. Nick, as always, thanks very much. It was fun. And Nick, where can we find you? You can reach me on Twitter at N-I-K Nick Nanos or 
go to the website at www.nanos.co. And I'm on Twitter at Michael Stittle. And for the latest from the campaign, check out election.ctpnews.ca, where you can also sign up for Rachel Aiello's very informative newsletter, Election Dispatch. This episode was produced by Trevor Coral, Jesse Taharali, and Phil Hahn. Sound editing was done by Jesse Taharali. Our executive producer is Liz Travers. And Trendline is hosted by Nick Nanos and myself, Michael Stittle. Thanks for listening.